0: no.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another crazy episode of Geek, Fa- Geek Family Therapy. Sorry, I'm still chipping over this. Uh, we haven't done this in a while, so hopefully I will remember how to record. I'm
0: going to go with we don't know.
1: Well, we'll just have to do the best that we can, and then Shannon will yell at us if it sucks. Okay. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> so I am, of course, lovely co-host number one, Kat, and, they- and with me this is leah hi guys you missed me
0: i know you did i love you Mwah. <laughs> yeah i can't see it but i winked
1: and leah is going to be recording with us today as well as sewing together a costume for her friend so again <laughs> we, we're going to go into cosplay talk oh, because no. cosplay is life Oh, no. Um, so explain to us the, the, the cosplay you are creating.
0: So I've been working on this cosplay for a couple of weeks now. It's a cosplay for a dear friend of mine, one of my besties. It's actually Monat from Street Fighter 5. 5? Five? 5. It's from... <laughs> Street Fighter 5 and um, she's a new 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 character she's basically Cardi B meets Nicki Minaj meets the mummy and we accept all of her flair and so because she was just so extra we decided to do her costume my friend is also gorgeous so she can get away with this entire outfit while I am chubby in all the wrong places so I chose an outfit that covers all the wrong all the right places so we're gonna do this together for MAGFest, which is coming up.
1: It's so exciting! Oh, you know what's funny? I was going to go to Magfest, and Rude. yeah, I, 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 don't, I can't get the time off. That's literally all it is. But I was going to be working the AFK room.
0: Rude! You could have been there. We could have AFK together <laughs> and had a moment. And now you're not gonna be there, and now I'm gonna cry by myself because this is all of your fault.
1: That would have been great. We could have <gasps> done another. Uh live uh podcast yeah
0: did you guys enjoy that it was fun it was fun for us we had a blast <laughs> <laughs> i had fun i don't know about you guys but but what so, did we do so we've been gone for a while guys. Yeah, so sorry
1: thanksgiving um, sorry, yes. the holidays are really getting away with us. My whole my house is completely full, which makes for horrible recording. wine. and then there's of course Shannon's birthday, so we do a lot of stuff for that, and then Christmas and Yule, and yeah, it's it's a big old mess. We like to celebrate pretty much everything during December. Did you have a merry Yule? Uh, yes, I did, and, Yay. and But I had to go to work today, so I was kind of exhausted. <laughs>
0: I, unfortunately for my soul, um, holiday season is also foster care season because it's right around this time that people's emotions are on 10 and it's right between December and January that everybody ends up in foster care. So I just ended up with a caseload that's way too big and so I just became extremely busy and extremely swamped with work and it came to a head, so I'm finally on vacation after having a conversation with my assistant vice president and had to sit, sit down and be like, I need a break. I have 19 cases. I'm supposed to have 10. Wow. I need a break.
1: So yeah. So you're, you're kind of overwhelmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm
0: not just kind of but in the meantime i discovered ginger beer so that was a perk
1: there you go i've been cooking like crazy
0: oh i avoid my kitchen Oh, well, the kitchen is a devil
1: i told you you come over this food today i made french onion soup and salad with a spicy chicken and chocolate cake chocolate espresso cake what that
0: sounds extra yeah why did you make so much food uh,
1: i don't know It's <laughs> like uh I, I got no it's
0: reason tasty. I
1: got no reason. Um, I actually like to cook to help me calm down. Especially when I'm on the verge of like killing people. Oh. I don't. So it sounds like you stress cooked. Yes, that's that's exactly what I did. I I don't handle crowds well and my house is crowded. Aww. So so I well, stress
0: cooked. at least I hope you got to watch something.
1: Well, I did get to watch some things. But actually before we talk about what we watched, I I want to talk one about one thing I forgot to mention before when we were touching base about what we were going to talk about. <laughs> Sorry, what? This is this is why we do this live. So so everybody has, of course, eyes and is on Facebook or is watching the news on Twitter or whatever. There's been a shit ton of people who have been outed as sexual predators or yeah, pretty much sexual predators. There's that congressman Roy Moore. There's been a mm-hmm. slew of actors, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. Yeah, and he actually stepped down from his um from his company because of it Mm -hmm. but another one who came on came forward well didn't come forward who was kind of outed was (laughs) outed. melanie martinez she's okay so i don't know this singer myself oh i know the story it's a um spanish singer yes and she has a couple of okay pop songs that and the only reason why i know her is because my client's uh, really like her and her their mom thinks she's okay to mm-hmm. listen to because she does a lot of things talk-
0: apparently that was not true yeah
1: she, she does a lot of songs about like be- being yourself and liking who you are and not needing to be um like plastic she talks it, it, one of her songs is like miss mrs potato head or something like that <laughs> what yeah exactly okay but then one of her songs so called friends made an allegation that she raped him. Her. I heard it was a guy. Nope, it was a girl. Oh, really? See, look at this. Yeah. This is why, you know, we go through so many news sources because depending on what source you're reading. So, yeah, so. From what I read, she was
0: friends with this girl and the girl kept making, and M- Martinez kept making comments towards her. Like, it, at first she thought it was joking as they're both females and that they're both friends. But then it became pressure so it was like oh you should come over oh we should be able to have you ever thought about being with a girl why don't you try it at least once until the point that she was staying over at her at the time she thought she was her friend's house and martinez basically kept asking her kept asking her kept asking her until she finally caved and then she was like she touched me, but I really didn't feel like I had a choice in the matter. So I just stayed there and took it because this was my friend. And I was just like, that's a horrible, horrible way to abuse a feud friendship. It was just so much. And I found this out. Actually, one of my cases informed me about it. She was like, yeah, did you hear about Melanie Mart- Martinez? And But she's a As she's a majorly Spanish, um, she has a majorly Spanish crowd. I had no clue who she was at the time until I found it popped up in my news. I was like, oh, no, this is what she was talking about. Oh, no, I don't want to know that this is it's that bad. But it was that bad.
1: It was that bad. And see, this is the situation because we have those moments where I have to talk about things like this with my clients. And mm-hmm. this isn't a situation where I say I need to talk about this. This is a conversation that I feel parents should have with their children. You know, you're going to hear something about your favorite actor, actress, music, uh, music producer, singer, whatever and you're gonna find out some things that you're not gonna like about them and that is where it goes to like okay so do you do so on youtube was a bunch of people just taking her stuff and shredding and burning them which is i'm sorry but like you're gonna burn a cd that's just wrong for the environment okay yes i get your point you just want to be youtube famous but really you're gonna burn a cd but you know what i
0: remember this i know this understand this backlash because i dealt with it when we found out about bill Cosby and his series of unfortunate behaviors and it became a a conundrum for us because while while in one hand he's a terrible person and he did terrible things and he abused his power back in the 70s and the 60s?
1: I thought it was the 80s. Was it the 80s? Yeah, it was during the Cosby show.
0: It was, Oh, it was during the Cosby show. But in the same time, so 70s and 80s, but in the same time, I grew up on the Cosby show and the Cosby show didn't promote any of that. And in the same story, characters like Charlie Sheen, who admitted fully and freely about their behaviors, their shows are allowed to stay on air and they have minimal to no backlash for their behaviors so a part of me is like is it is melanie martinez getting the amount of backlash she is because she's a female because she's a a hispanic singer or is it um, because of the ongoing backlash on all sexual predators in the industry right now? Well,
1: that's that's actually a really good question. And, I mean, he's not a sexual predator, but there's that whole thing going on now with Johnny Depp, who is cast for the new Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to mess up Guilt, with... um... guilt. Go yeah i can't say the name right now i'm not even gonna bother and my friend will kill me for not remember the name gilden the
0: bad guy from from fantastic beasts is gal yeah.
1: you know what if you guys know post below thank you <laughs> <laughs> leave a comment find us on twitter <laughs> uh, yes so he's gonna be he is uh he has been cast for that role and There's a lot of people that are very angry with J.K. Rowling with uh, saying that they're supporting someone who abused his wife and that J.K. Rowling is... Uh, taking the interview that she had out of context because she did say we had a very passionate relationship.
0: Grindelwald.
1: Yes, that was it. Perfect. <laughs> so she talked <laughs> about the relationship and she did say it was passionate and violent, and she wished him best. But everybody said that she's taking the uh, the interview out of context and not and, and actually and not actually saying that yes he did he did abuse her but again here goes the thing so are we talking to our children about what it's like to be in a relationship are we saying you know you should be expecting a b c and d from people and anybody who's not going to treat you with the respect and kindness that you deserve you shouldn't be with or are you just going to say oh if they hit you it's because they love you and that issue that conversation is
0: very hard for a lot of parents to have, and sometimes it's not even a direct conversation that needs to be had, so much as it's a and, a and a behavior that needs to be exhibited by the parents. The parents should always be in a position where they can freely state that nobody should treat you any less than I treat you. There should be nobody in this world who is who if who would be who would allow that to happen and you should never allow yourself to be disrespected in that way. That shouldn't just be a conversation. That should be a behavior that the children see in their everyday that. My mother would never allow someone to disrespect her in such a way. So why would I ever let someone disrespect me in that way? Because I don't think I ever had a direct conversation about it, but there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks that a man would ever be, be able to, would I put myself in that a similar situation or allow myself to remain in a, a similar situation because of how I was raised?
1: And so people, this is in therapeutic terms, what we call modeling. So, basically, the same concept of being a role model. This is what you're doing with your children when you act a certain way. So, sort of the actions speak louder than words situation. Um, And this is what we do. So, if we're teaching our children, if we're showing our children that you should have confidence and have self respect, and no one should treat you like they are beneath them, uh, beneath you, then. Your children will be, you know, will develop the same skills if you exhibit. You remember, you have to treat yourself such as such a manner. If you start exhibiting that a man comes first or a woman comes first over yourself or your family guess what that's exactly what they're gonna do Mm -hmm.
0: you gotta remember that children see everything and we love to think that oh they're see they're young and dumb and they don't really understand what's going on and that's the worst part because they don't understand what's going on they're seeing everything they see that's exactly what it reminds me you guys remember the bobo the clown experiment where the children were were sat down and viewed a person tapping Bobo the Clown very simply, very lightly, just tapping him back and forth. And when they left the children with the same clown, those children took that to the extreme and beat the living snot out of Bobo the Clown because they take what they see and do it just a little bit more because that's how they are expressing their understanding of it. And we do it every day. That's why every every remake is worse than the last. <laughs> But that's but that's what it is. We when we see something, we over exaggerate our own behaviors in order to model what we know what we know it to be.
1: Yep, which probably is why everything's been happening the way it has in society lately Mm -hmm. oh of course so but you know and, and i guess we can go actually actually start going into okay so there's been a slew of movies that came out since the last time we talked so there's been thor ragnarok which we both saw yeah justice league which i actually did not get a chance to see and the last jedi which i still think leah needs to turn in her nerd card because she does not like star wars i
0: don't watch star wars i will not watch star wars i will i i do not like it sam i am i do not like green eggs and ham poros and (laughs) no poros and uh, chewbacca's gosh (laughs) what do you think i am a savage i eat green eggs and ham
1: So, so have you ever seen a Star Wars movie or? I watched first
0: Star Wars movie, period. Okay, okay. That was, that was the end. That was the start and the end of my experience in the Star Wars world. I tried to watch the second one. Mm-hmm. It did not work. I fell asleep okay. right around where Puppet Yoda showed up. <gasps> I remember waking up one time and he was there and then going back to sleep. And I was like, is this where they find out that they're brother and sister and like I all of it okay. over my all head. Right. I almost I think one of my relationship was over by that point. I think that was the signifier that that relationship was over because I just couldn't do it. He's like, you're not going to watch it. No, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. Wake me up when it's over. <laughs> Don't do this to me.
1: So. All right. So. So I guess. You will talk about Justice League, we will both talk about Thor Ragnarok, and I will discuss The Last Jedi. Because, okay, so as a family therapist, I thought that Thor Ragnarok and The Last Jedi had great commentary on family. So, by the way, people, if you haven't seen these movies, we are going to say this right in the beginning. Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. She's going to spoil Justice League for me. I haven't seen it. I can't say we're not going to talk about it. I warned her to get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was supposed to, but um. Let's see what, what happened. What was. happened was money, money. Um, spun out in my car. Tires. Money, money. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. That sounds like a good reason to miss something. So,
1: so yeah. So that would be one. But she didn't die, so that's yes. good And my car was alive and and has, and has brand new snow tires. Yay. So I won't die. Again. Again. So, I guess we start with Thor Ragnarok, since that was the first one that came out. What do you think? Yay! So, what was what was your f- first opinions on Thor Ragnarok? So, Thor Ragnarok was pretty
0: hysterical. I enjoyed it for all of the right reasons, which is, I think, a good sign for any um, marvel movie is that they hit the points that they intended for you to hit the whole family dynamics was really really interesting especially with the hierarchy of hell the low-key misogyny of her getting like kicked to the curb and even though she had all of the powers and the rights of thor which is hysterical because the confusing part about that was the fact that on the on Mjolnir it says he who he should he be worthy shall possess the power of Thor, yes. which means Hel was technically Thor beforehand. Right. So she's the first Thor, and then they just gave birth to a child and was like, "We're gonna name him after his big sister." No, she was always Hel. Yeah, but the on Mjolnir it says he who is she worthy ne- should he be worthy never, shall possess. She never wielded. Uh. Well, yeah, she did. One of the first scenes where you see the picture where you see thor look at all of the photos all of the paintings of what life was like before they became peaceful when they tore down all the the photos you see hell definitely holding milnir
1: i'm i'm and
0: she definitely destroyed milnir in his face i'm just so so now logic works (laughs) was hell thor did did her father name her, her little brother after her after banning her from existence because that would be a dick move
1: i mean it sounds like something odin saying.
0: might do exactly he's like mm, you can't be around me but i'm gonna name my son after you so good looks
1: like son huh. okay and see that would be why you're right the painting shows <laughs> hella holding mjolnir while riding on veneer alongside odin helis says this conquest happened long before thor and loki otherwise they would have remembered their sister at that time so at the time when 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 the hammer was forged odin had inscribed the line whosoever holds the hammer if he be worthy shall possess the power of thor which insinuates that the hammer was made specifically for thor's use and no one else but how is it that we see Hela holding the hammer before? See,
0: see, I'm not the only one who asked these questions. These are legit legitimate questions because that makes no sense. He said it ha- holds the power of Thor, which means either hell was Thor, which is also because remember the new Thor is a female and she's still named Thor yes. despite her not being born Thor. So that means hell was could have been Thor, and he just names his kid Thor. Or Thor has another name, like he got he got scar the scar treatment. You know how yeah. Scar was born Taki, and then like he got a scar, and they're like, okay, so you're Scar now. No, he t- and he- called it a. He
1: chose to be called
0: Scar because he didn't want to be called garbage. It, well, that's a good reason now to sh- to change
1: your name. <laughs> So did Thor go, I don't want to be named First Child anymore. I want to be named Thor. Well, okay. So so this happens to be a whole thing with the MCU. So Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not the comic books, which is why I was kind of confused. Okay. So in the MCU, <laughs> remember the first movie? Thor has the hammer. And then when Odin takes it away from him, he whispers onto the hammer. And that's how that becomes inscribed on it. Mm, see that? See that? Because see, that's that's. Questionable so, because so before Odin had whispered that on to say this hammer's name because I can never say it so before he whispers it onto that and basically anybody could wield the hammer as long as they can pick it up but that doesn't but that doesn't so the question with that is
0: he now so if we go by Marvel Cinematic Universe version mm-hmm. of this that means that Odin inscribed it yes, post health. so that means this this um, Mjolnir has a new power that says that only Thor can should he be wor- worthy um, use this Yes. Thing. but Hell still was able to grab milnir and destroy well, it. Well,
1: see, hell is like severely overpowered, which <laughs> which goes back to the reason why the only way to defeat hell and and technically we don't really even know if she was actually defeated was to actually bring forth Ragnarok. Yeah, but the thing with that
0: is Odin Odin was holding her back this entire time. So that means that Odin was more powerful than hell. Yes.
1: So basically he was Odin was so, the gatekeeper keeping her in hell literally
0: yeah yeah but if that, with that being said that means that his his power his powers over Over-road the uh, over milnir yeah. should still yes which is still questions why can she pick up his pick up
1: milnir anymore and so so i am going to answer <laughs> that with norse mythology <laughs> she is the goddess of death and destruction she didn't technically wield it so much as grasp it from the air and with the powers of death and destruction allowed it to decay. She just killed yeah.
0: it. I didn't wield it so much as I killed it. Those are different. So, so she
1: didn't actually wield the hammer. She just let her power of death and decay kind of crush the hammer to death. Mm,
0: question this. She's
1: the go- she's, she's the gatekeeper of hell, man. I guess. She has power over death. Sure. Sh- Sure guys, sure. (laughs) So so in the family therapy aspect I like the the way Odin sort of went through that whole like change he he started with really not being into the earthlings and Midgard and Loki kind of trapped him on Midgard in in an old age home because, because Loki. Loki And if anybody had seen Doctor Strange the 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 extra credit scene was Thor talking to Strange about bringing loki onto earth and we actually get to see that whole scene play out with thor and strange and him having a lot of fun with loki really
0: that was the best he was like i was falling for 30 minutes i
1: love that part i I really did I was like, yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, I... I,
0: Because Strange was not having your shit.
1: And instead of... So when they finally are able to find Odin with the help of Strange, instead of Odin being nasty and vindictive the way we we know he could be, he was just like, you know what? I'm glad I came here. I'm glad I get to see you guys. And I guess he died. He kind of just became space dust. We're all Stardust. Yes. And then we get to see the introduction of hella the sister that they never knew existed so okay welcome home sis so relationships wise it's really really great because we get to see Thor and Loki sort of kind of reconcile a little bit
0: in in the way that loki is a is neutral is a neutral evil so he's like after himself yeah at the end of the day so he'll help you if it works out for him but most of the time he's like whatever but
1: the fact that odin even forgave loki and you can see the actual hurt when when odin dies from loki so he he it's a loss that he's feeling all right if we're going to talk about loss here let's talk about how seriously reaction to everything is not typical of someone who's gone through a lot of loss.
0: We gotta also understand, yeah. the answer to that is, as you said, North mythology. For the Norse, according to their mythology, a lot of the death is like, just, you're going to the next party, it's okay. Like, they don't see it as a as a negative to die. Okay, see, now, So my, my like, problem
1: with that is they are fucking gods. <laughs> that means they know that there's another place so fuck that they shouldn't have died <laughs> i'm sorry i had to. Like, along no, for that, yeah, yeah. That, that made no sense for me yes okay listen we all know in comic books pretty much everybody has died at some point or another i mean superman has died how many times Four hundred and seventy-two. <laughs> probably <laughs> but yeah so they're gods and the fact that they die this, which is part of that whole ragnarok thing but let's think about it jane foster broke up with him his mother died in the movie right before this and then he just lost his father he's kind of just used to it that sounds like numbing to me well it could be numbing but he, he didn't have those those typical traits of a numbing situation he was really just like, yeah
0: the squid word behavior yeah. he was just like okay so some alcohol will solve all of my
1: problems like okay so if we're going to talk about numbing
0: valkyrie yeah valkyrie
1: was definitely a case of numbing um and possibly some ptsd there but i mean can we just say valkyrie was freaking hot i loved her she was amazing and and i like the fact that they played off that there's a possibility that she was i don't i I don't know if you want to say bisexual or a lesbian she was definitely in a relationship with just sexually ambiguous there's that uh that other valkyrie see and this is what i don't understand is her name is valkyrie but technically valkyrie is sort of like a class so we're, uh, we're movies valkyrie or
0: she might have done it. A, a scar in honor of the valkyries i shall only be
1: named as valkyrie <laughs> so that sounds about so, right i mean she had some some serious numbing there um and she was just you know what I faced hell and I'm not going back. And I lost all, I guess, my sisters, lovers, whatever they were to her. Um, She's lost all of them. She's she lost a lot of important people. And now hell's back. Yeah. And she wasn't having it. So what was your favorite point part of the movie so far? I fell for thir- I was falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I kind of like the fact that Thor lands on that planet and Loki's sort of like, oh, I've already made friends here. (laughs)
0: Like, I've been here for a couple of weeks.
1: (laughs) My thing that
0: I enjoyed was the fact that there was like this relationship going on between valkyrie and Mm -hmm. hulk and valkyrie and bruce banner and i just kind of wanted to like delve into that a little bit more eventually maybe they'll do it in um planet hulk which is also something that i called immediately i'm like they're gonna do planet hulk they won't do planet hulk is um they hate doing um hulk movies nope they're gonna do Planet planet hulk Yeah, the Planet Hulk is getting his movie.
1: Okay. Are they going to be talking about um, the Hulk's son?
0: So mm, maybe they'll. I'm I'm pretty certain they're going to focus on the next the five years that he was on the planet that Banner does not have accounted for. He's like, I remember leaving, and that's but it. But I
1: thought he said it was only two years.
0: Oh, so yeah, the two years that he has unaccounted okay, for. So
1: all right, well, I I will look forward to seeing that one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely called it nailed it you know and that's that's another thing because now we we're dealing with someone who's lost quite a bit of time so you know there's that you know so if we think about it in psychological terms do we say he went into a fugue state i mean we do know yes he has a, a he has the hole so was it a dissociative situation he He dissociated for two years as the Hulk. And it's funny because he went from being just like Hulk smashed to actually having conversations.
0: He became an adult, a small adult. (laughs) He went from, so that's something I also noticed. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but Hulk actually legitimately grew up. Yes. Like, I realized that he was, when Hulk was born, he was literally an infant. And so he was behaving as an infant does. He does not respond well to, he does not respond to any speaking to people or he doesn't respond to conversation because he doesn't understand conversation. But now that he is basically like five years old, he's able to have certain conversations and talk a little bit better like he's like a genius five-year-old yeah. over like being a four a three a two-year-old who'd only understand smash like one word sentences and he only understands like certain and like i realized that watching him that they were basically giving doing a child and following the child's growth and with that i kind of love the hulk because of that and how they decided to do deal with the hulk that he's growing up
1: that's a great explanation. and he's
0: basically in a state of fugue
1: yay i really do like that explanation now, the funny thing is is that he went up in space so about two years ago and and they were trying to call him back so was it banner that was running away from what was going on or was it the hulk who was running away from what was going on and not
0: at that point everybody was on the same page so they're like screw this
1: he wasn't wasn't running from battle but running from that whole his whole life was was running he did not get to have Mm -hmm. the normal you know what i'm gonna live in an apartment and hang out with my friends and you know have a job thing and enjoy life
0: and meet people he didn't do all of that so now he needs his opportunity to do all of that and that leaves us with planet hulk which will be either really bad or really oh my good. God, I hope
1: it's really good. Um, I do like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's been the best Hulk so far. So to see him continue on and actually get a good movie with just for the Hulk, um, Which has been something that they have not been able to do, was do a good Hulk movie. So, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> We're hoping, our fingers
0: are crossed in, um, for this, hopefully, maybe help us. <laughs> Mark, our hope is on you. Please, 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 please. Please, don't fuck it up. <laughs> are you good? That was a public service announcement. Yes. <laughs> so, Okay, so we talked a lot about Thor. What happened to The Last Jedi?
1: So Last Jedi. Oh my god. So awesome. I actually love the movie. I I will say though, I thought the movie was extremely predictable. But not in a not in a bad way. Like I was still very, very entertained. I think the only time I was actually sort of surprised at what was going on was when BB eight went with Finn and Rose onto the bait <laughs> and, and took hold of an, an at and started shooting at people but besides that everything else was kind of predictable like I kind of we all knew Leia had Jedi power she was a force user or a force wielder it was it Would have been a good scene to say, okay, this is how Carrie Fisher's character of Princess Leia or General Leia dies. And I would have accepted it. Sort of the the scene is that like there's a hole that gets blown into the ship and she gets sucked out into space. And and so I started getting a little teary eyed there because I was like, oh, well, this is going to be it. But then they kind of like they zoom in on her hand. And you're like, oh, so she's gonna use. You're gonna start seeing that she's actually a force user, and she like force force something into the into the plane, and that's what happens. They zoom in on her hands, and you start seeing her finger fingers start to wriggle, and she wakes up, and she's able to propel herself back into the ship, and then like air seal that part off with the doors, but. So that sounds like a lot. Yeah, I would have accepted that as her death. I think just because of the fact that I hated Han Solo's death <laughs> in The Force Awakens. I I dislike the fact that Kylo Ren killed his fall fo- his father. <laughs> <laughs> they have a ha- habit of parenticide I'm yes, just saying. Yes, they do. I I don't like the fact that you kind of really don't find out anything really new about Snoke who so that you know was the bad guy. <laughs> okay
0: a lot of this yes. is i guess
1: kylo ren becomes the news like i didn't know princess leia was
0: a general i just knew her name was yeah, princess leia a
1: general where i liked where i liked it for family therapy aspects is one is that whole thing where finn finn grows up a lot in the movie who's
0: finn finn is the black guy or the, the chick? black guy oh. so
1: he's the black guy and i was gonna say african-american but he's not he's british so he's a black guy Mm-mm. um He's guy. That's, that's what they say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, his his acting was phenomenal, but he's so he starts off the movie. Um, in the last movie, he was fighting Kylo Ren with Rey, and he gets knocked out. They are able to save him before escaping. Um, so he, basically, the movie this movie just picks up right where we left off, and he's on the ship in this sort of like capsulated sort of health outfit so it's literally just a big water bubble thing with tubes what? yeah exactly uh so poe who i think finn and poe should really get together because yeah there there's total memes on that like you should get somebody who looks at you the way <laughs> the way poe looks at finn in his jacket <laughs> Who's Poe? Um, Poe is is a fighter pilot, and he was he was oh. a captain, and he was demoted or something like that.
0: Well, because because he, he wasn't just, doing what he was supposed to. No,
1: because he he will run into the danger and not think things through, and that's that's literally why. Like Leia wants him to be able to lead because
0: he's such a rebel.
1: She wants him to be able to lead, but she wants him to be able to lead and not sacrifice people without you know because. I mean this whole movie, there are so many losses. there's just so much death, but he starts off the movie as soon as he wakes up. he's looking for Ray Ray is like his best friend. You don't know if he actually feels something romantically for her or just friends, but he's looking for her to keep her safe, so he's about to- so quick yes. question was Carrie Fisher in yeah. the movie? she was through the whole movie
0: okay. I just wanted to know because a she's kind of dead guys if you spoilers but she's kind of dead mm-hmm. in real life and so i was kind of wondering how they were going to do that or were they able to like make up for that while since she was gone like did you did they do anything or did they have to do anything in order to like make up for well, she, her no longer she, being she passed, there? or did she finish yeah, all her scenes in time she passed
1: away after filming
0: oh so she made sure she finished the scene that's a dedicated actress <laughs>
1: But, you know, and it's because everybody talks about the scene where at the end, uh, Luke is about to fight Kylo Ren and Luke has this moment where he talks to Leia and people think that 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 conversation that they had was actually Mark Hamill sort of saying goodbye to Carrie Fisher. As opposed to just Luke saying goodbye to his sister Leia, so yeah, so it really was it it really was a touching scene. The movie itself, graphics were great, the dialogue was great, but yeah, for me, it, it felt a little predictable. I liked. <laughs> I'm gonna say okay. So everybody talks about the Muppets that are created for these for this uh, these movies. So there were the Porgs, which everybody talks about. Where I am in love with the Vulptex, which is the crystal boxes that everybody sees? Oh, yes, vulpix. exactly. So it's just instead of vulpix, add a T, and it's vulpix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, wow, <laughs> three seconds from plagiarizing. All right, <laughs> yeah, but I thought they were adorable.
0: So that leads to my yes. question because I I remember seeing. A couple of news articles. Mm -hmm. I may not watch movies, but I do read the news. That they were stating that the porgs were actually were unintentional. (laughs) That in all actuality, the porgs were actually puffins that were in the neighborhood and just kept walking into scenes.
1: You know what? That's totally possible. So, okay, let let me explain to you though. The porgs were everybody loves the porgs because one, they're kind of adorable. But then, yes, they are littered throughout a lot of the scenes when we go to the planet to find Luke, and and they kind of make the Millennium Fal- Falcon sort of their new nature preserve, <laughs> and then just make it their home, and and I think at some point they made Chewbacca a vegetarian because like there what? there there was one of them literally watching him as he roasted a porg on a fire. And he's about to take a bite into it. Aww. And they're just giving like sad puppy eyes. And he's just like, dude, stop, <laughs> stop.
0: Like, <laughs> no, I'm, I can never be a vegetarian because of that fact. I would sit there and stare directly in I'd their eyes. Their Maybe like, so yes, <laughs> I eat sushi in front of, I ate sushi in front of my fish for two years. I don't think your fish knows better. It's- better not.
1: So they had some really great scenes. So Kylo Ren, of course, for those who were really into the Jedi, uh, were were really into Star Wars. Kylo Ren is Han Solo's and Leia's son, and there's his yes, And child. there's a moment where Leia does say, "I've lost him," and and she's given up on her son Ben Solo. That's his name, and she does it for not because. She's just giving up on her child, but because she knows it's what's going to be healthiest for her, I guess is the best way to say that. And this is something that I actually try to help families with. Not like giving up on your child, but sometimes you, yeah, the you have route. to find a healthy route. And in this one, Leia found, was finding the healthy route. She had many people she had to, to lead. She had many people she had to take care of. And she couldn't be the general who that she was if she kept up with the hope that her son can be redeemed. You know, when there's so much proof that he's just going to continue down the route that he's doing... And this is what what happens with families with addicts, I guess is the best way to say it. You can't keep blaming yourself is, is, yeah, I guess that's where I want to go with that. Like those families, they'll keep blaming themselves. It was something I did, something I did, something I did. And I don't know what I did wrong. How do I handle this? And they will. They will continue be kind like of bringing that, that family member back in, even though that family member will continue to steal from them or sell their, their belongings or take the medication from their cabinets. And, and of course, this is something that we call codependence, you know, where, where you're kind of just giving in to that addictive behavior and, and helping them with, you know, continue on that path. And Leia was really good at saying, you know what? I'm not doing this. I-, I love him. He's my son. But I know he's gone. I can't help him. You know, when he's ready to come to the Jedi side, when he's ready to go back to the light, I will be there for him. But until then, I have to take care of these rebels. But Luke was great also because he did say to her at one point that there there's always hope.
0: <laughs> the last hope.
1: And... And so this was, I, I love that part because, I'm, and that's kind of where my brain went. It was one of those situations where I said, oh my God, this is a great, a great sort of conversation talking point regarding, you know, those family members who are toxic. Um, we have many family fam- family members. We have you know, I have a huge family, and there are family members that we just kind of say, you know what, we're not gonna, we're not isolating those family members, but we're also not putting ourselves in that situation where we will, yeah, of danger, be, be uh, stuck in a toxic situation. And some people can't give up that the the hope that they can get a good relationship with a family member who is toxic kind of sad because you know especially if it's something like a child to a parent siblings with one another but you know child to parent is a big one if a child and a parent have to sort of stay away from each other through the toxicity whether it's the child's being toxic or the parents being toxic because i've seen that too you Mm know yeah i see that a lot (laughs) i'm sure you do in your field (laughs) and it's it's kind of hard to get the kid to say you know my my mom and dad chose to be my mom or dad chose to you know use to take the addiction as more important or chose to give me away they're always hoping that their parent ends up sort of coming back and it's ends up being risky for them because they end up putting themselves
0: in then putting themselves in toxic situations because they are hoping that by being there they are offering this opportunity to the parents to be there for them they're like maybe if i come to you you'll come to me and i've seen that often where the, the child ends up being in like really dangerous situations because they hang out with the people that their parents want to hang out with because if i hang out with your type of people maybe you'll want to hang out with me so Freaking,
1: the so. last jedi leo was able to say you know what i'm not handling this toxic relationship i'm going to move on with my life and do what i need to do <laughs> not in so many words people don't Tweet me and they may never see there's no there's no scene.
0: Yeah, there's no scene. There's no
1: scene that this will actually happen in. It's 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 subtle, but she does say, I've lost my son. He's not dead, but she knows he (laughs) might as well be, (laughs) you know, and, and then there was that great scene, of course, with Ray, who is still looking for her parents. And sort of Kylo Ren, so, okay, Kylo Ren in the first movie with Rey was really kind of creepy and was talking about like really getting into her mind. And mm-hmm. and there are some crazy memes regarding that. And I, I if I can find one of them, I actually may post the comic because it's an actual comic of like kylo ren saying the creepy things he does to ray while she's tied to a chair and then leia comes in and she's like grabbing him by the ear and what? saying i didn't raise you to talk to women like that <laughs> but yeah so he he says some like creepy things in the force awakens in this movie we find out snoke uh forced connection between the two of them so their minds are linked and he sort of uses this link towards the end to sort of gaslight her and do that whole oh you know your parents were garbage right (laughs) like they were just alcoholics who gave you up just in hopes that she would turn to the dark side so yeah so so you kind of see the type of relationship Kylo Ren has he's he's all about power it's yeah he's just all about power so now if but when we talk about Rey Rey walks a very fine line this was the reason why Luke was so scared of her was because she had she has very strong capabilities but she has that ability to be pulled towards the dark side so she walks a very fine line and I'm kind of hoping that they get to talk about like maybe it is the last jedi ray will be the last jedi because so there's this whole scene with Yoda he gets to come back which was my favorite scene because i loved Yoda he was my favorite character so he comes back and he's just as balls to the wall eccentric as he no- as he normally is and he kind of boops luke in the face with his cane he boops luke Boop. yeah nope. <laughs> i couldn't find a better word he booped him <laughs> Wow! But then he burns down the uh, sacred tree with the sacred text in it, and then we see that the text survived, right. and they're on the Millennium Falcon with che- Chewbacca. So he does it because he's saying because that yes, the the way it had to be in the past needs to needs to come to an end but we need ray. So there's that whole thing where he's like, yeah, you know what? We lost Kylo, we can't lose uh well, we lost Ben, we can't lose Ray. But yeah, the Jedi the Jedi order is done okay so if the jedi order is done why are we losing ray or you know why do so exactly why, why are you worry? so i think i'm hoping that the last movie kind of goes into ray will be not so much the light jedi that everybody knows but sort of what's called a gray jedi so she walks that fine line
0: just like women we just don't <laughs> no, know what she we want. knows
1: what she wants and and that's the best part about ray this is not <laughs> um she's she's really determined and she's awesome but yeah i think she's gonna end up being a gray jedi there's always been a lot of talk in the whole regarding the whole movie about the scenes with rose and finn that You know, this whole scene where they go to this uh, looking for a hacker didn't need to be involved. Um, I'm going to say this. I think the reason why a lot of people are upset about this movie is because of the fact that it had the main lead was a female character who wasn't dependent on a man. There was two characters who were persons of color that were like big deals. One Poe, one Finn. Oh, wait. There was three. Asian girl. Because then there was Rose. She's an Asian female. <laughs> and she... So who was Poe? Poe was Hispanic. Poe was
0: a what? Um, okay. So Sorry, guys. I've never watched this, so I need to so know yeah. which one um, is which.
1: So we have... They, they have a lot of diverse characters. But this movie also was developing the fact that sort of the old way is dead or is... Well, yes. The old way is dead. Do you want to know why I say the old way is dead? Okay, dude. At the end, spoilers again. Luke is dead. Yoda's dead. <laughs> then this Yoda's been Wait, dead. Wait, you kill Yoda? I thought you said he came back. How do I? How really how's he been dead? Oh, okay. okay. There there's force ghosts. <laughs> they they do it all the time.
0: Remember, guys. I have not watched past that second episode. The um uh, the first episode or the seven, 77.
1: Listen seventh seven. I have not see, watched past see, the year 77, the only so I cannot is tell is you. Boat, people. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: what it's called. Yeah, that okay. one.
1: So, then the ship gets hit and everybody dies, including Admiral Akbar. Yep, it's a trap. It's a He's trap? He's dead. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> he
0: didn't so know this whole movie
1: was literally sort of saying this is what was and we're making way for what is and they're kind of leading into this new way which is the reason why uh supreme leader Snoke is gone and Kylo Ren is this is the supreme leader now yes Snoke wasn't in any of the other movies except for you know the force awakens in this one but still it's gone with the old and with the new Luke is gone Akbar's gone han is gone leia is still alive but even though she's actually gone for the next but movie. okay yeah there's they're gonna probably write right well, away how and, she died or they can do the um you know they can do it through communications oh she's here and you know she's sending communications here yeah she down the hall so, She'll talk so to you later. they can they can work around it we'll see but then of course the next movie isn't coming out to like 2019 i think so there's gonna be a Boy. there's gonna be a hot guy but like they're the last movie of this of of this grouping is not gonna happen until like 2019 okay so we've done so you okay Enjoy over it. justice league have even fun. though that one should have come second yeah. I didn't skip it. You no, wanted to talk about Star
0: Wars. You went Nerd. from okay, so we
1: talked a lot about Thor. What happened in the last Jedi? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly.
0: Not sorry. So I saw Justice League, guys. That was great. It was no, it was not. Let me not. <laughs> let me not lie to you people. On a scale of one to ten, okay Justice League was a six. There were so many like flaws. But there were so many okay. moments that saved so, it. So I've, so there were a lot of flaws, aka chubby Batman, aka CGI from the Z- Zena explain. era. So, okay. So there's a scene where Aquaman is talking to Batman and he jumps into the water and he looks back at you. So you're seeing him half naked in the water and you can tell all the... Everything beyond the pool of water that he's directly standing in is CGI. The The mountain started moving <laughs> behind him. Okay. All right. All right. Superman had a beard, which they tried to CGI away. So he now looks like Shrek for the entirety of the movie. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go Some men's in the middle of corn, and you could tell every stock after the second one is not real everything behind him is not real he it looks like a scene from xeno warrior princess where you can see the line oh of God. green where you're they're like we're flying no you're not flying you're on behind the screen screen we know batman is chubby and trying to do one-liners batman does not do one-liners batman is not unless you are adam west you do not do one-liners point blank period and even adam west one-liners were not as Damn. cheesy as these one-liners he's like so what's your superpower i'm rich that's our joke. On you, not <laughs> your joke on yourself. That's not how this works. Okay. Because the moment you laugh, the, that's the first thing that you tell bullies, kids who get in bully. The moment that you're laughing at the joke is the moment it's not funny for everyone else. Oh, they keep making fun of you? Make fun of yourself. They won't laugh at you anymore. Meaning you shouldn't make the joke because you killed the oh, joke yourself. Man. You were. T- and Chubby Batman, my goodness, somebody needs to understand why this man is doing this job. Again, I still have a problem with Batman being forty-five years old and Superman being See, twenty-five years old. Like that doesn't make okay. any sense. Con- continuity. Uh, okay,
1: I agree with you on that one. Continuity. Vibe. I, I I agree with you on that one based on that whole um, so so, duh, everybody. I read a lot of DC comics um superman being my favorite superhero and i talk about this in another episode so if if you don't know like now you know but there's a whole timeline where sort of it's sort of like a what if and instead of like superman landing in kansas he lands in gotham city martha and thomas wayne find him and he becomes bruce wayne (laughs) so bruce wayne isn't born because they take in superman which means that superman would be technically maybe a year or two older than bruce
0: yep by all logic and numbers bruce bruce wayne and superman should be approximately the same age also counting the fact that bruce wayne has slept with lois lane bruce wayne has also been there was a teenager at the same time like they should be they are literally mirrors of each other and they most majority of the, their friendship is in the fact that Pretty they much. are mirrors with each, o- so, each other so
1: that was my my whole thing like i was always upset about that like okay we were gonna make him a more battle wearied uh worn super superhero Okay. But that makes absolutely no sense unless
0: you have a Barry Battle Weary Ward Superman to go along with it.
1: If you if you read the comic books, Kingdom Come, Lois Lane is Dead, Superman Marries Wonder Woman, and they ask Bruce to be the godfather of their child, and they're all kind of old looking together, not like, you know, Batman is hobbled in a wheelchair and Superman and Wonder Woman are still in their thirties. No. They're all in like their 50s, 60s together. Yeah.
0: They're very yeah, confusing in that so, light.
1: Like, whatever. <laughs> also, so
0: there was a lot. Um, The cyber, Cyborg story needed to be fleshed out a lot more. There was a lot that was missing from his story that they could have had any sort of, and I feel like this, this, these are those scenes that made it to the cutting room floor. So they're gonna probably have a Justice League extended edition where they're gonna fill in all the gaps that they needed to, that they should have well, left are, in, in aren't the they first place. Do
1: like a cyborg movie or?
0: <gasps> no, that got it's canceled. Lie, right? Sorry, Justice League was no, is because Justice League did not got so panned by critics. That it was just like, why are you continuing Let's with the story? Out. I
1: really would have liked to see a cyborg movie. I really liked cyborg as as a character, so What kills me overall is how
0: does DC make so much money from their movies despite their subpar work? Like this is not it's not just like the acting or the um is bad or that they have not and not just the terrible storylines but simply the product is wonder really bad awesome. you they are yeah wonder woman and that's because they matched us the the, the uh, special effects to the time they were they were both back in the 1800s like that's where that's why it was still good because it actually matched the time era like this was really really bad like doing anything futuristic was really really bad but there was one scene that literally went brought it from mm-hmm. a 4 to a 5 to a 6 for me and that's the so only reason why that? it got a 6 for me it is the scene where they all where they bring superman back to life because okay. that was logical that was the only logical answer they had to like figuring things out was to bring uh okay. an alien back to life and so of course him being recently dead he gets real confused Mm -hmm. And he sees a lot of people he does not know standing in front of him. So he's like, who am I going to have to kill first? So they Mm -hmm. all end up having to fight him. But in fighting him, the Flash is like, yo, let me try to get around him. He goes around. And it was in this moment that the Flash knew. (laughs) He done fucked him. Yo. He, they did lowest slow mo of the flash (laughs) running around him and superman slowly his eyes turning first and then his entire head turning as he realized that he is following the flash at his speed (laughs) and that the flash is like no 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 (sighs) fuck It was hysterical. That was the moment that saved I the entire Barry movie for Abbott. me, and I'm pretty certain that was done and by I am the, the fastest man alive, <laughs> Bruh. Unless superman's <laughs> there Except yeah. in case no, actually, um, Superman has admitted fully that Flash is the fa- is legitimately the fastest. Like, if Barry really wanted to, that he I could probably destroy with, like,
1: everybody in this movie. They're introducing, ba- and, and this was another part that bothered me was because Barry should be around the same age as all of them, also, um. And in that movie, he's a kid, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. They basically so, make him Spider-Man. So DC, uh, DC Universe's version of Spider-Man. Awesome. So he's a kid. Um. But again, this this goes back to like, and and this is the problem when they make these movies and they're like, oh yeah, all the comic book fans will love it. Like, okay, not really. <laughs> have you met us? <laughs> like, have us you happy. met us? We're always miserable people. <laughs> um and
0: so like i sat there and i went through it it was like pulling teeth in a lot of scenes Uh, again batman should not be doing one-liners i don't know what made them think that it was a good idea to have batman do one-liners but he should never do one-liners stop it Uh, the only person who is allowed to do any one-liners is adam west and i'm sorry guys adam west is dead and so is funny (laughs) batman I have no shame in saying that quite openly. Stop it. I I can just imagine you
1: sitting there with the producers and just smacking them on the hands anytime they try to do that shit.
0: Yo, like, what made you think, like, I feel like they need to, like, hire a nerd every movie. Like, the biggest a-hole nerd they can find. Someone whose, like, life is ripping apart. So... So- DC movies and just have them sit through a reading and be that a-hole to be like, no, that's not something that, that
1: Batman would do. That's so something that a they need. Then, because this, this was actually, now that you said that this is an actual valid point, you know, many people have said that the reason why we don't like these things is because they're not making the movies for, for developed fans are making it for new fans. <laughs> which means they're basically rewriting the universe.
0: But in the same time, that's acceptable, but we've had rewrites that we were able to accept. Yeah, Wonder Woman's rewrite was able to accept it. I noted all of the differences. You heard me, like like, some of the issues were things I hate, I couldn't deal with, I didn't understand. But in the same breath, I was still like, I accept this because this Mm -hmm. was a good um imitation of her and i liked how they did it this is also god um wonder woman which is also funny because so in justice league one of the first scenes is the amazons trying to fight the big bad who is the worst big bad he was so easy like all they literally all they need to do yo oh, let's just call superman we got this and it was over literally as soon as he w- woke him up it was over so because so as soon as words, he got I involved the money. fight was over but whatever okay no in that in that thought process um the amazons were there mm-hmm. that is a great scene that is a beautiful scene, that is, I don't know who, if they separated the, the produced, the directors based on the scene, or based on the hero, but whoever directed any of the Amazon scenes was a genius, that was a beautiful, beautiful scene, well played, well plotted, um, visually effective, everything that you want to um see in a scene and then but then the the wonder woman nerding me is like well technically they shouldn't even be there i'm just saying, I'm just saying because by all technicalities if this if Wonder Woman is currently a demigod, yep. that means she's one of Zeus's kids. Anybody who knows um, the history of being Zeus's kid means your mama, your stepmama hates you. So Hera has a lovely habit yes. of revenge, and when I say lovely, I mean effective and <laughs> all all encompassing. So according to the comic version of Wonder Woman, when she finds out that wonder woman is zeus's child she lets them have it she comes up goes at um Hi- hippolyta and it's just like so i give you this island i set you up i give you everything you want and you want to sit there and she was like the godfather on them like you want to disrespect me that's what you are that's what you did you come into my home and you disrespect me so he, she was like, "I, right, I got you." Turns her to stone. Then she looks at all the other Amazons. She's like, "So you let this happen? Y'all didn't tell me. Y'all didn't give me a heads up that she was that this was not a uh clay birth. Y'all didn't let me know. Y'all all snakes." And then turns them all into okay. snakes.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that's 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 true. See, and then this goes back to that like. You know these gods are not really godlike because if you were a god, where, where's your omnipotence? How come you didn't know this shit? How come you didn't know? She turned it into a snake. This is
0: like that's not that's not her job to know and see you confuse the gods with god god is omnipotent and he can he knows everything apparently and he he stalks everybody but at the Santa same Claus time Santa Claus knows everything too but <laughs> he's a fucking creep. We, are no, we all know this no but like all the but the any polytheistic gods those are not gods that are omnipotent those are gods that like they have they micromanage they handle their section of the world i'm gonna i'm and that's it if you got issues with marriage. Hera. If you got issues with getting a message sent, you call um call Mercury. But you don't you don't call Hera about your your email issues. Like so that's when you call. He's Jeff good. God of biscuit. All right. Yep. Oh, that means you need to actually, ironically, you definitely need to watch or read American I'll Gods, I'll read whichever it. one you want to go I
1: actually with. Don't, I I honestly don't own it. Um, it was. But uh, you know what? Christmas happens, and we'll see. Let's see what Santa got me. <laughs>
0: i Mm -hmm. do own it and i enjoyed it i it was a hard read for me and i don't normally do hard reads Mm -hmm. but it was a really good story for me it was very ingrained in, in mythology and so i was just like yo this is giving me life it gave me actually newfound interest with the thor like if you watch if you read great american gods and you go back and watch thor again it okay. makes so much okay, more I'll, fun okay. it's a lot you more know, fun for you know me
1: i love to read so i'll pick it up so is is that is that all on justice oh, yeah. league <sighs> what else what other issues that i
0: have so there were some scenes that uh, there's a lot of scenes on the cutting room for about um the justice mm-hmm. league that i had that i wish we saw like there's a scene where he interacts with iris that we never get to see and there's scenes where how cyber cyborg gets gets in his situation that we never get to see. That being said, we also finally get Booyah. And so that kind of was a fan service for all of us. And it was funny because I have a coworker who has absolutely no interest in anything like nerd related. And she's like, With well, Cyborg and Teen Titans? And I was like, How do you know this? She's like uh, uh, and we're like, no, don't tell us. It's going to be spoilers. And then we go and watch it and we're like, that's why she asked us about that. She's like, because she recognized the Booyah (laughs) from Teen Titans. Okay. Okay. So I was like, I get it. Booyah. Booyah.
1: Are 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 we done with this then? Ugh. Are are we putting another episode in the can for now? Oh, so I guess before we, we yeah. before we close, actually, we have to talk about what's been going on with Geek Therapy Network. So they had done a drive to sort of sort of to get more listeners and to get more people to participate within the Facebook communities, Twitter, their live stream on Twitch, um, and they also have a Patreon page. So for the new year, you'll be seeing a lot more things that that will be happening with the geek therapy community which we we are a part of so you'll be seeing more things happening based on patreon based on geek therapy itself um the geek therapy library so keep an eye out on that find us on facebook of course at gft geek family therapy you can find us on twitter at geek fam therapy you can find me on twitter at Cat K-A-T-M-F-T. Yay. Leah is at L-F-B-E-E-E. So three E's, people. Oh,
0: yeah, guys, wait. So speaking of L-F-B-E-E-E, Why were you I was in the newspaper? newspaper randomly. Uh, So see what had happened was I was posting about how terrible the MTA was and AM New York was like, "Hey, can we use your message?" and I was like, "Sure." Like thinking it was going to be something that they retweet and it turns out it wasn't a retweet. It was me going into their newspaper. So, I was in the newspaper. Woo!
1: Actually, yeah, I saw that um cuz you posted it on Facebook.
0: Yeah, cuz I couldn't find the actual newspaper. But other people found it and and sent me pictures of it. I was like, oh, "Okay, uh, I was cool. I'm, Yay!"
1: I think last Uh, I want to say congratulations to my best friend For having a baby boy His name is Logan And he (laughs) He was born on December 7th And he was 8 pounds Of course And 11 ounces And I was actually the first person who got to hold him Because I went into the OR with my friend When she was having the C-section So so I get dibs on that kid well they cleaned him up before they gave him to me so okay so the nurses held him first and then and then i held him so congratulations core and give baby logan lots of kisses for me um so we will be back soon and we will have tons of new things going on with the Geek Therapy Network and Geek Family Therapy. So please stay with us. Like us on Facebook. Like us, uh, uh, you know, subscribe to our page. If you can, if, well, if you like us, subscribe to our page. If you don't like us, don't listen. (laughs) If you
0: don't like us, still subscribe to our page. Whatever. Do it. Don't let, don't let us tell you what to do. You will subscribe. Go ahead. So hopefully we will be back for the
1: new year. You know, bright and early in the new year. Today is the Friday right before Christmas, so Merry Christmas to everybody! Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Blessed Yule. uh what am I missing? Is there Merry Yule? Blessed Yule. Do you say
0: blessed or do you say Merry Yule? It doesn't matter. Um, I always say Merry Yule. It
1: really doesn't. (laughs) It
0: doesn't. Happy Kwanzaa. Ironically, I did see a poster where it showed different um, Marvel characters. And it was, like, Captain America celebrating Christmas. I, uh, the Hulk celebrated a Hanukkah. Um, but then it showed Black Panther celebrating Kwanzaa. And my first question was, why would nope. he celebrate Kwanzaa? <laughs> He's not even American.
1: Whatever. Oh, uh, but you happy what? Saturnalia. Whatever. That's the other one. <laughs> I got it. Hey. Oh, but Krampus was the beginning cramp- of uh, was December fifth. So uh Bong Krampus. I think that I think that was it. I'm sorry that if I word. messed that up. What she said. I, I don't speak German at all. <laughs> so again, <laughs> she's tonight. More all, than I do. Merry Christmas, Merry whatever, happy Christmas Clausica and we will be back soon. We love you. See you next year.